Sunday boys and girls. My name is Jeffrey Mitchell. And today is the first full slate of games for the year 2020 of the National Football League. Pittsburgh Steelers, my beloved heart and soul. I've been a fan for 48 years, since 72, 80, yep. My 48th year as a fan. Started with the Immaculate Reception. No need to go over that again, unless you want me to, because I can. Used to be a Kansas City Chief fan. Otis Taylor, Ed Podolak, Lynn Dawson, Willie Lanier, Bobby Bell, Lynch, Jan Stenerud, blah, 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 blah. Elmo Wright. And they lost what was the longest game in the history of the NFL in 1971 to the Miami Dolphins. As a kid, my heart hurt. It was unforgivable. <laughs> I look back at that. And that kind of behavior where you just give up and drop something, just like, whoop, like that, it's almost, well, it goes against my nature. Not that I'm a hang in there, ride or die with anything, but just to drop it because they lost one game, boop, that's it, time to get a new team. I had a Kansas City helmet, I had everything. So I needed to get a new team the next year. Sitting there watching TV. Games come on, Sunday. My father says, they say the Steelers are gonna look good this year. I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. What do you know about football? <laughs> you know, I was young, you know. You just, you know, you're young. You just, you love yourself. Or you just have an idea of what and who knows what is important. And of course, I didn't say that out loud. And I probably didn't even really mean it like that, but I was like, oh, okay, whatever, I'll, I'll take a look. So they look good. Uniforms look good, that black and yellow look good. I think they won a few games. But more importantly, they were on TV every Sunday. And when you only have three channels, to consistently 
and consistently see your team played a big part in it, I'm sure. They went 11-3-0 that year, made it to the playoffs. Played the Oakland Raiders. And in that game, the last play of that game was arguably the most incredible, fantastic play in the history of the National Football League. The Immaculate Reception. I grew with these heroes. They went from one of the worst teams in the league to one of the best teams in the league to Franco Harris Italian Army. He was a rookie. I mean, these were, this was a young team developing. And all the mythos, if that's a word, was created during that year before as the things developed, the Franco's Italian Army and all that stuff, Mijo Green and all that stuff to start to really, and that defense still curtain was just being developed during that season. So, when of all people, Franco Harris, like my favorite player, was the one to catch that ball tipped off a shoulder and the score it was probably the only time in my life that I raised my voice in the house when my father was there last play of the game looked dismal my father got up, made his way to the kitchen, probably to make a sandwich, probably chip chop ham. No, it was Sunday, so I don't know what he was going in there for. Sunday, we had Sunday dinner, so that's that. Saturday, I could see it would have been a sandwich. started screaming at the top of my lungs when <laughs> Franco caught that ball and started making his way to this goal line. By the time my father got back in there, there were tears in my eyes from excitement and joy, completely fired up. Just, ah, I may have not ever have been that in front of him before. He was the dominant. But that moment, that moment was mine. That excitement was real. That was 48 years ago. Never have I wavered from that football team. Six Super Bowls later, Too. I went to a Super Bowl, I think it was 95, 96. 
play Dallas and Phoenix. I don't even think I was working. But I have 401k and money laying around. And somehow, I scraped up $1,500 and got a ticket. $1,500 for a Super Bowl ticket. Back then, and for me, that was a lot. Now tickets are $5,000. They started $5,000. But I was in the stadium. I was in the stadium. In one of the highest and lowest points of my Steeler experience it was when LeVon Kirkland made a stop or interception or deflected a pass and we were getting the ball back down four or five points like four minutes left to go in the game I'm in the Super Bowl. I'm anticipating what possibly could happen. The thought, people screaming. Be there for that moment. And then, see, look at, see, this is what I was trying to get rid of. And then, Neil O'Donnell throws that famous interception. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. I've had many good experiences with them. Another one was me and my son went to the Jets playoff game. When it came down, to, the Jets had a chance to win the game. Kick a field goal. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. The whole stadium was just screaming. It was a moment. It was a moment for us 60,000. We was just screaming. And he missed. And that just pushed the whole adrenaline, my adrenaline, up so high to be there with my son to see that. And he said, wow, you can feel that. Pittsburgh went on to win that game. Watching the Super Bowl over Brenda and Jesse's place against Phoenix. That game when uh, James Harrison got an interception, ran it back at the end of the half. We were in there just screaming. Good food, good people, just traveling to see that team. Even last year, traveling to Foxborough. Uh, first game of the season against the Patriots. Even that experience was good. Though it may have been 
more about the Patriot experience than the Steeler experience. It was still good to be there. I think I was there when we beat them one time too. I think I saw them in Pittsburgh when we beat the Patriots one year. And to go to a game at Heinz Field. Oh my God. I thought I was a Steeler fan. I ain't shit. You gotta see it. You gotta see it and experience it. You just gotta see and experience it. To be a Steeler fan and the colors. I remember the first few times I went, first time I went, I was like, uh-oh, I gotta step up my gear game. These folks was dressed. I mean, women, they had the makeup, the hair, Steeler hair. I mean, every kind of paraphernalia, people were sporting, bragging, you know, showing their shit off. I was like, oh, I, I gotta step up my game. Even though it was so damn cold back there, all you wanna do is all I want to do is wear my big thermal black jacket. <laughs> I said, well, maybe I could put an emblem on it or something. So I wanted to represent, show them colors. I think what I did was start wearing my jersey on the outside of my coat. Because Jesus, it was cold. I love that football team. of all the football cars, knew all the players. Ben Bostonsberger, Terry Bradshaw. The string of mediocre quarterbacks we had <laughs> for all those years. That defense last year been doing for 5,000 yards and we can't stop nobody. We make a trade, Mike Tomlin coming in. I like the way he talks. I like his deliberateness, straightforward. When he handles himself, but he's not too overly serious, but no nonsense. Steeler organization. When they played San Francisco or somebody, yeah, San Francisco, when you went up there with Rick, and he got word, uh, you know, what hotel they were staying at. So we were able to go to the hotel, stand there and watch them walking in. It was cool. One time I was, a, I kind of, I was waiting to catch a flight back to LA. And I'm sitting there, you know, in the terminal, empty terminal, basically, waiting, you know, to, like super early, waiting to uh, get on the plane. And I didn't have my glasses on. So I'm sitting there and I'm looking, this guy's walking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I was like, damn, you look like Roethlisberger. And I didn't have my glasses on, you know, he was looking at me, I was looking at him. And I could, it really, you know. <laughs> And because he came out by himself, what they do is, you know, the stars or whatever, they let them off by themselves early. And he just took off, you know. 
I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I didn't know. And later, he was like, did you see Rossberg? You see Ben? I was like, oh. I was sitting there in my jersey. I'm pretty sure the way I remember the story, I was wearing my jersey. Forget where I was coming from. It wasn't from the game or nothing, I don't think. I guess this might have been back in Ohio. But that don't sound right. Wait a minute. What was he doing getting on a plane? Coming back from LA. <laughs> it was a game. Anyhow. Yeah. I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. And I do love that football team. And I can't stand why people don't move over. I'm gonna measure it. I swear I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna measure it. See, look. See, I need to. I'm, I digress. I digress. It's about the Steelers. It's about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Got my lanyard. I'll wear it until the end of the Super Bowl, the official end of the season. So I just don't celebrate the Steelers. I have to, well, I like to, re I respect and acknowledge the other teams in the league as a whole and the organizations because alone, the Pittsburgh Steelers wouldn't be the Pittsburgh Steelers. You need the other 31 teams and the infrastructure that goes with it, the integrity, the esteem over the years. It's been built up. The legacies, the memories, the documentation, stories, the legends. Anyhow, my name is Jerry Scott Mitchell. And I love the Pittsburgh Steelers. Getting ready to press the button. Swing on y'all twice. And I'm ass.